Biden did something today in his speech that I loved. I want to play this and then I want to interpret it. So Biden gave a speech today on gas and a little bit more. But if anyone listened between the lines, there was a very important message. Check it out. You know, today, though, I, I want to address another challenge that families are facing. And the one I think they're most focused on right now, high gas prices. This is a problem, not just here in the United States, but around the world. The price of gasoline has reached record levels recently in Europe and in Asia. In France, at the end of the last month, it reached about $7 per gallon. In Japan, it's about $5.50 per gallon, the highest it's been in years. Of course, it's always painful when gas prices, gas prices spike. Today, the price of gas in America, on average, is $3.40 a gallon. In California, it's much higher. The impact is real. But the fact is, we faced even worse spikes before. Just in the last decade, we saw it in 2012 when the price of gasoline hit $3.90. We saw it in 2014 when it hit $3.69. And re as recently as 2019, we saw it surpass $3 in many places. The fact is, we always get through those spikes, but we're going to get through this one as well, and hopefully faster. But it doesn't mean we should just stand by idly and wait for prices to drop on their own. Instead, we're taking action. The big part of the, of the reason Americans are facing high gas prices is because oil-producing countries and large companies have not ramped up the supply of oil quickly enough to meet the demand. And the smaller supply means higher prices globally, globally for oil. To address these issues, I got on the phone with leaders from other countries grappling with this challenge to try to find ways to lower oil prices and ultimately to, to the, the price you pay at the pump. So today I'm announcing that the largest ever release from the U.S. Strategic Petroleum Reserve to help provide the supply we need as we recover from this pandemic. In addition, I brought together other nations to contribute to the solution, India, Japan, Republic of Korea and the United Kingdom have agreed to release additional oil from their reserves, and China may do more as well. This coordinated action will help us deal with a lack of supply, which in turn helps ease prices. The bottom line, today we're launching a major effort to moderate the price of oil, an effort that will span the globe in its reach and ultimately reach your, cor your corner gas station, God willing. I've worked hard these past few weeks to and calls and meetings with foreign leaders, policymakers to put together the building blocks for today's global announcement. And while our, our combined actions will not solve the problem of high gas prices overnight, it will make a difference. It will take time, but before long, you should see the price of gas drop where you fill up your tank. And in the longer term, we will reduce our reliance on oil as we shift to clean energy. But right now, I will do what needs to be done to reduce the price you pay at the pump. From the middle class and working families that are spending much too much and it's a strain, and you're the reason I was sent here to look out for you. There's another issue that's a, to be, uh, we'll be addressing as well. Because the fact is the price of oil was already dropping prior to this announcement, and many suggest in anticipation of the announcement. The price of gasoline in the wholesale market has fallen by about 10% over the last few weeks, but the price of the pump hasn't budged a penny. 
In other words, gas supply companies are paying less and making a lot more. They do not seem to be passing that on to the consumers at the pump. In fact, if the gap between wholesale and retail gas prices was in line with past averages, Americans would be paying at least 25 cents less per gallon right now, as I speak. Instead, companies are pocketing the difference as profit. That's unacceptable. And that's why I've asked the Federal Trade Commission to consider whether potentially illegal and anti-competitive behavior in the oil and gas industry is causing higher prices for consumers. So we can assure the American people are paying a fair price for their gasoline. I also want to briefly address one myth about inflated gas prices. They're not due to environmental measures. My effort to combat climate change is not raising the price of gas or increasing its availability. It, what it's doing, it's increasing the availability of jobs. Jobs building electric cars like the one I drove at the GM Detroit in the GM factory in Detroit last week. For the hundreds of thousands of folks who brought one of those electric cars, they're going to save $800 to $1,000 in fuel costs this year. And we're going to put those savings within reach of more Americans and create jobs installing solar panels, batteries, electric heat pumps, jobs making those clean power generating devices. And by the way, deploying these technologies for each home where they're installed is going to save folks an additional hundreds of dollars in energy cost every year. Let's do that. Let's beat climate change with more extensive innovation and opportunities. We can make our economy and consumers less vulnerable to these sorts of price spikes when we do that. And finally, even as we meet, even as we meet to work uh, out this challenge, it's important to maintain perspective about where our economy stands today. The fact is, America has a lot to be proud of. We're experiencing the strongest economic recovery in the world. I hope you guys understand what he said in this regard. Number one is that what I did is I didn't just say I am going to open up the oil reserves here in the United States because oil is a commodity. You open up the reserve in the United States, it's, it's a fraction of what would be needed to bring prices down after you have a cartel that decided not to pump oil. Remember, there's never a shortage of oil right now. This is a manufactured uh, shortage by the corporate thugs that control the oil industry. Remember that. And for anybody who's talking about oil and trying to defend the oil companies and throw it on the government, they are slaves. They are slaves, they're, 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 they, they are in mental chains because they have allowed the narrative to be created by oil companies who are stiffing them. So here's the deal. This is what's important, people, very important. He said, I went to China, I went to India, I went to all these other countries and say, open up your oil reserves as well. We're gonna put more oil in the market since Saudi Arabia don't want to put the oil on the market, since all these uh, the United Arab Emirates that are controlled by the oil companies don't want to throw the market the, on the market to increase prices, we are gonna start giving a little push to put more oil on the market. And when we start making money from selling our oil, these guys are gonna start saying, oh wow, the government is gonna be making a profit off of selling the oil out of the National Reserve. We, we, we can't give the government that profit. Let's go ahead and drop the price of oil so we can put it out there. But the other thing he said is, look, the oil companies have been jacking us around all the while. 
That is why we need green energy. Because if we're on electricity, electricity doesn't know from whence it is generated, whether it's oil, whether it is solar, whether it is uh, gas, whether it is, whether it is wave, whether it is wind technology. We abstract our energy for cars and all of that from the oil thugs. The oil corporate thugs are no longer able to hold us by the pelotas. And that is what that that speech, when I listened to it, I, I started listening to it, I said, oh hell, Biden is actually fighting without fighting. In other words, he's saying, I am going to get you suckers. I am going to teach Americans that in fact, you guys are thugs. You are thugs. And then he says, I'm going to investigate you now because how can the barrel of oils continue to drop and you don't change it at the pump? You are profiteering, corporate thugs. You're no different than that petty thief. No, actually, you're a lot worse than that petty thief that goes into the 7-Eleven or, or, or the store and steal a dime or, or, or whatever. You are thugs. You are killing people. It's just like the video I showed you yesterday. It costs $6 to make a vial of insulin and they sell it for $300. Thugs, they're killing people with a smile and a tie. And then you want to, you get somebody who goes and steal a chocolate or steal a a, a, a piece of gum and you want to throw them in jail the people that belong in jail are the thugs that are getting a lot of people killed from medicine and that's why I say we need to nationalize energy nationalize health care and we leave free enterprise for the areas that aren't essential absolutely essential for humanity and when we learn about those concepts about humanity then we can actually change that we spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.